Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, February 14th, 2011, and this is 10 dozen minutes of Valentine's and Valentine's-related massacres with Jake and Mr. Skullhead. I'm Mr. Skullhead. Happy Valentine's Day, Mr. Skullhead. I'm Jake. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Did you get me a present? Did you Did you get some special lingerie that you're going to wear for me when we see each other in a couple of days? I totally did, yeah. Are you wearing it now so that it will be nice and nice and uh, fresh by the time I see you? I didn't want to like I, I didn't want to break it in, you know. I want You didn't want to break it in? I no, wanted it broken in, Mr. Skullhead. I feel like that's your job to break it in. Oh, I and see. break it off and break it out. My, my job is to break it off. Yeah, but besides once you eat it, it's gone. Oh, I spoiled it. Ah. My job is to break it down. Uh I wish that I could uh, do a one-man version of uh, one of the breakdowns from an En Vogue song. <laughs> you could, but it wouldn't sound like much of anything. You're like, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never gonna yeah. get it, never gonna get it. No, I didn't say one part of it. I could do that. Sure. What I want to be able to do is just... I want to be able to use a sort of a Tuvan uh, throat singing technique or perhaps a, some sort of a vocal whistle trill. Uh, to sing multiple parts at the same time. Uh, you mean like the... kind of thing? Yeah. Only sounding like several black women. Yeah, I can only sound like one black woman at a time. Mm -hmm. And it's today a, it's is a big, not your day. One. So, you know. Yeah. It's, it's your like heart's one... in the right place. Yeah, my heart's in the right place. It's just the size of a canned ham. I went to the, I went to the doctor and guess what he told me? Guess what he told me? What did he tell you? <laughs> he didn't tell me, boy, you better have a little fun no matter what you do. Uh, well, for, he told me that I could have some more allergy drugs, which was nice, but his scale told me that I weigh 260 goddamned pounds. Sweet. That's a lot of pounds, Jake. That is a lot of pounds. That's, I mean, to be fair, that's like five more pounds than I thought I weighed. But that's still... Huh. So that was, the, that was the number that made you... That gave you pause? 260? Yeah, like... See, I would have thought two... I, I think 250 would freak me right the fuck out. Sure, but, like, for me, the lightest I've been my entire adult life, like, actually looking skinny and healthy is about 225. You're, uh, you're like an eighth of a ton. I am. You're more than an eighth of a ton. If you loaded, uh, whatever 16 times 8 of me is... Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a better joke if I was better at math. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I figure if, like, 255 is when I start looking kind of doughy, 225 I look, like, in shape-ish, you know. So you need to get down to, like, 170. Yeah, 170 I would look like Christian Bale in The Machinist. I've never seen The Machinist. Don't. Oh, yeah? But it's it sounds like it's got a good skinny Christian Bale in it. Yeah, the only notable thing about it is that Christian Bale lost a lot of weight for it, and he, he looks like a Holocaust victim. Is he like a boxer? No, he's a... Is he a Holocaust victim? He's a machinist. He, uh. He's a guy who makes parts for machines, and he, like, has, he starts like seeing holocausting weird... Holocausting machines? Like, yeah. like a concentration camp engine? Well, he, he starts seeing weird visions, and they he, start, he stops eating, and... There's a scene where you go, wow, he lost a whole lot of weight for this part, and he looks like crap. 
does he go on a on a diet like in that uh, episode of like Tales from the Dark Side or whatever, where they give him a pair of glasses that lets him uh, see faces on his food and talk to it? I remember that one. Huh. Were that was that the spooky stuff he saw? Because I maybe he could just take off the glasses. Mm. I don't think there were any glasses involved. I think it was one of those where it ended up he was the the ending was kind of retarded in a predictable way. Like it turns out that Donnie Wahlberg was an alien. Yeah. And he was giving him <laughs> retard telepathy visions. Uh, good old... You know, when I got to the end of Dreamcatcher, the book, I thought, that was, you know, on the scale of one to stupid, that is a Stephen King ending. That was okay. Yeah. And then in the movie, it was like, you know what would be great is if it were way, way stupider. Mm-hmm. That was okay. their plan all along. The the good aliens wanted to make sure that we were worth saving uh, by by doing one of those good Samaritan tricks. Was it like, was it like some king that dressed like a beggar to see how people treated him, or was it like emperor? Was it Jesus? Now Jesus dressed like a beggar because he just didn't have any fashion sense. Okay, he was just too lazy to do laundry. <laughs> yeah. He turned all the water into wine, so he didn't have any water left to wash his stuff with. Mm. Hey, can Jesus walk on wine? Probably. Would Jesus get mad if you poured wine in his shoes? <laughs> Probably. I think I think basically everyone gets mad when you pour anything in their shoes, no matter what it is. Well, if somebody poured, like, diamonds in my shoes... Or on the soles like in the of them? soles of your shoes? Yeah, that would be fine. Okay. I would probably take them out fairly quickly, but I wouldn't be mad. Right. You take them out so that you could more comfortably sleep in a doorway by the bodegas and the lights on Upper Broadway. You know what's funny is I was going to say when I was trying to think what somebody could pour in my shoes that wouldn't make me mad, molten gold was where I went. Yeah, I was I was actually going to say molten gold also, <laughs> but then I was like, no, no, that would probably make me pretty mad. I'm rich. I can use this money to buy prosthetic feet. Aren't there stories from? Yeah, and I don't. I, I don't know how rich you'd. Be. I mean, like a shoe full of gold doesn't go as far as it used to, or as far as the shoe did before you poured gold in it. Well, you can uh, at least go up to people who are crying because they didn't have any shoes and tell them to fuck off. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess in the land of people with no feet, the one-footed man, the one-foot tall man, is king. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Because he can poke them in their stumps. Weren't there stories about, like, how when a rich person was being, like, was getting their comeuppance, they would often pour molten gold down their throats? I read that they did something like that with molten lead and Christians back in the day. Huh. They just, like, waterboard them, but instead of water, it would be molten lead. That seems like it would kill you pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Sure. That was probably the goal. They're, uh, uh, and. Like tar tarring and feathering. Mm -hmm. I never thought of that as a thing that would kill you, but I feel like that's totally a thing that will kill you. Yeah, there was a the finding out like because there was a movie that one of the movie versions of Huck Finn. One of the the bad guys at the end ended up tarred and feathered, and they just you know like poured some black shit on him and feathers, and they were like, oh guess you told us, and kind of walked away. And so I got the impression that, but, you know, it's it's hot tar, bubbling tar. 
Sinistar. It's Sinistar, indeed. So, so what Valentine's have you been up to Day. for the last week? Hmm. We, uh, I don't know, Valentine's Day thing. Yesterday we did had you, our uh, did Valentine's... You do Valentine's Day last night? We had our sushi dinner for Valentine's Day. Did you get a heart-shaped uh, nigiri? Nah. Just had us some sushi. Took the, we sorry. took the kid Are they allowed to call it nigiri sushi? anymore, speaking of hung... Hung... Hung thin. You it's, know. It's slavery now. The porn... The porn version. Does that mean, though, if, that if it's Slave Jim now, does that mean that it's Nigger Leia? <laughs> yes, so... Does, does Boba Fett fly around in Nigger 1? I just... I just want clarification. I don't want to piss anybody off. <clears throat> yeah. You, uh... You know, it's weird. It's weird. I am right there with you on the whole it's not okay to use that word being kind of nonsense. But it does make me wince a little when you do it. Yeah, I, I felt that. That was kind of funny. Yeah. I wouldn't have I expected know. that. Maybe I've gotten more sensitive. <laughs> Does that sound like something I would do? <laughs> Getting more sensitive? No. Oh. Uh, well, I have been using those uh, those new ultra-thin Trojans. So, at least... You know, because Troy is the... under siege. They haven't had a lot to eat. <laughs> right. Well, since you they have no like sensitivity... They would your... eventually look in the machinist. Since you barely have any sensitivity in your penis anyway, since you were circumcised. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's weird. I, anything I, that you can get. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ask my mom why she decided to mutilate my genitals as yeah. a child. Like, why were they letting children have babies? Uh, so you had sushi dinner. Yeah, I don't know. Yesterday I went to the zoo, and had a migraine, and had dinner. That was pretty much my yesterday. Uh, did you get a migraine that, because know. of the zoo? Uh, no, like it started at the zoo. It was just because the weather did a a switch from like ten degrees to forty degrees overnight, and so my entire face just swole up. But you told me earlier it was just half your face. Yeah, half of my entire face swole up. I was embellishing for our radio audience. Oh, I see. But I feel like half your face swelling up is more interesting than all of your face swelling up. It's just the left side. It's weird. Maybe it's because you're allergic to the duchy. I think so. It's actually because I slammed the left side of my face into the ocean floor in California back in the day. And so oh, yeah. just all of the tubes in there are, are not quite right and haven't been forever. Huh. I don't recommend or it. that's a coincidence. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to think. I feel like I've been working. We had a we had this year's lemon party. Mm. It was good. It was pretty chill. There were not too many people here. Played some board games. Drank some lemon. Uh, I figured out how to make some drinks that were actually pretty good. We were looking up some recipes. You get some bourbon, and you get some lemon juice, and you get some simple syrup, oh. and that's pretty friggin' good. That sounds pretty good. And it's called an armored car. Hmm. Uh, I found out that Billy D. Williams uh, is going to be at the Phoenix Comic Con, and Ernie Hudson. So every black person that nerds know is going to be there. <laughs> what about uh, Tony Todd? Tony Todd Who's would have Tony to be there Todd? too. Uh, the Candyman. 
Uh huh. Like the Candyman from the movie or the Candyman from the Aqua song? Uh, the Candyman from the movie. I've never seen that movie. It was pretty scary. Was that the one where you say Candyman, Candyman, the Candyman can? Yeah. In the mirror, and then you get killed by bees? You stand in front of a mirror and go, who can make the sunshine? Sparkle it with dew. Something or other ended Lemon Drop 2. What, uh, what is that song from? Yeah, I don't know. Space. <laughs> it's, the, it's a terrible secret out of space. Is it, uh, is it from Willy Wonka, or is it from The Music Man? Because that's where all songs come from, as far as I know. <laughs> no, my favorite part about Willy Wonka was, uh, Stink Fist. That was Gary a beautiful Indiana. song. What is Stink Fist? That's a Tool song. Oh. Um, like, Sober? This says that it is from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I don't remember that being in it at all. Mm. I mean, I've seen so few musicals that if I know the song, it is a good bet that it's in one of the ones I've seen. Sure. And I've only seen Willy Wonka. Uh, I, I think I saw The Music Man, but I don't know. Does that have 76 trombones in it? Yeah, give or take. And it has, it has Gary, Indiana. Mm. And Trouble with does, a capital T. Does it have that Shapoopy song that I don't believe is real? I don't know. I think that's been retconned by Family Guy. We, uh, you've seen Hedwig and the Angry Inch because you wouldn't shut up about how terrible it was. I wouldn't say I wouldn't shut up about how terrible it was. I didn't, like, go out of my way to proselytize disdain. Probably because I kept prodding you to tell me again how terrible you thought it was. I don't yeah. know why. So, something about me craves your disdain. I guess so. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I should give it another try now that I'm gayer. Mm. Yep, having a regular sex with a woman will make you gayer. It will. Um, Machinus Nye says, I'd prefer not to give you sugar. Have some aspartame. It's more likely to give you migraines. Because uh, I had asked for some sugar for our Valentine's Day show. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Migraines are one of those things that I don't believe in. Right. And you insist that they're real. It's now, so cute when you have your little headaches. I know. If, uh, for me, though, sugar, like, a couple of caffeinated sodas used to regularly give me migraines until I made the connection and stopped drinking regular, like, sugary soda. So diet soda doesn't do it? No. Even though this guy says aspartame is more likely to give you migraines? Yeah, but what gives people migraines is different depending on the person, because, you know, migraines If migraines are the same as, like, a really, really gross taste in your mouth, then uh, all sugar substitutes do that to me. Hmm. I don't know why people complain about that. You should have that looked at. Did PAX move a week earlier for some reason? No. I haven't been kidding. Maybe they finally or they finally decided to stop stepping on Dragon Con's thunder. PAX is. It's a shame that we don't both get to be guests of Dragon Con, Mr. Skullhead. You know, I'm I'm satisfied being a pro. Yeah. Because there's a place for those who love their poetry. It's just across from the sign that says prose only. Mm -hmm. So you love poetry, so you're going to be in the right place. Exactly. I'm trying to see... I think most of the poetry you find at Dragon Con uh, comes in the form of filk. Uh, I 
I cannot imagine anything that I would enjoy less, I think, than being in a room full of people filking. I've never even heard any of it. Uh-huh. But just knowing what it is. See, a lot. most of what I've heard is just parody songs with sci-fi lyrics. Mm-hmm. And they can be kind of funny and clever. But every example I've shared with you, you haven't been too into. Like the uh, Stealing Like a Hobbit song from the great Lukeski. Uh-huh. And uh, the Serious Black Baby Got Back parody. Like, I thought yeah, these all funny. sound great. I, I have played them. No, I'm being you. sarcastic. They don't sound great because I'm cool, Mr. Skullhead. No, That's you're... me, cool. I'm yeah. as cool as the day is long. Yeah. In Alaska. Yeah. Is but it not winter in Alaska in the summer. Alaska okay. in the winter. Because right. what I'm trying to say here is you're not that cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody will tell me when PAX is. Oh, there's the PAX summer site. Yeah, I remember last time I tried to find out when PAX was. It was very, very difficult to find any information that wasn't about PAX East. It is August 26th through 28th, which is the week before Dragon Con. Okay. Which is the week before KOLCon. It's going to be a busy week. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're probably going to end up going straight from uh, Dragon Con to KOLCon. Yeah, I was about to ask if that would be a better idea. Because nothing our listeners like more than us making logistical plans about traveling. I, Speaking I of so. which, we'll be, uh, we'll be in Orlando in a couple of days. We're going to go look at some Disney. We are. You know, I don't think I saw the ocean when I was there last time. Is the ocean nice in Florida in the winter? It's. I think the Atlantic Ocean is just kind of always warm. Is it, uh, are there a lot of armadillos? I remember, uh, one of the first times I went to Florida, my dad and his buddies drunkenly chasing armadillos around a swamp. Right. Um, uh, and, there, and a lizard uh, fell out of a tree onto the hood of our car. And I think it was the first time I'd ever seen a lizard. I'd like to see a live armadillo at some point. You've only seen dead ones? Yeah, we saw two or three roadkill armadillos, but none that were actually out doing armadillo stuff. What do armadillos do, exactly? They don't really have, like, a personality associated with them, you know? It's not like the, the wise armadillo I or the... The wily armadillo. The wily, yeah, the wily armadillo. Unless armadillos are native to the Philippines. Like you know, fuck. foxes are sly. Yeah. Bunnies like to fuck. Yeah. Really, doesn't everything? I guess. Everything Except that's still pandas. alive, you know. Pandas aren't into it. Yeah. They're, they're really particular. Hey, speaking of which, I was going to ask you what... How do you feel about Valentine's Day? How do I feel about Valentine's Day? Yeah. I'm I'm pretty indifferent. Like I will I will gladly just kind of skip it if <clears throat> if I'm if I'm sort of given the go ahead to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've not ever really like I'm sort of anti greeting card, and sure. the entirety of Valentine's Day rubs me the exact same way that greeting cards rub me. Hmm. You know, it's like, I don't, I'm not like gonna, if somebody gives me a greeting card, I'm not gonna be like, oh, fuck you. Right. Some canned bullshit sentiment. 
Not to their face, at least. <laughs> um, you know, I got a I got a Christmas card from from a, a cousin that was just. It was just a Christmas card that was like, you know, may your Christmas season be filled with joy or whatever, and then just their names signed on it. And I, like, I guess I appreciate that they thought of me, but, like, what, what is that meant to convey, right? Like, we decided that you were worth a stamp and nothing else. Yeah. Well, and, and I, you know, I, it's, so, so... The other Valentine's Day, more than other holidays, seems to me like a fabrication of the people who make money off of it. And I, I'm not like, oh, you know, evil corporations always doing everything to make money. Because, like, whatever. Like, there's plenty of stuff like that. You know, I'm all about commercialization of Christmas, right? Because I, like, sure. I like having an excuse to get people stupid stuff, right? Mm. And I don't mind that... Christmas has become totally commercial because it's still cool. It's still like a nice time, you know. You still it's like, feel it it's in like your a, fingers and you feel it in your toes. And it, but it's a, I can I can like willingly participate in a sort of a social ritual and not being religious, I don't get a lot of those. And like I, yeah. you know, I kind of like it. I, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Valentine's Day, you know, I can take it or leave it. How do you feel about it? It's <clears throat> well, like it's one of those where I get. I get sick of the people who post, like, Happy Singles Awareness Day, or Happy Steak and a Blowjob Day, or Happy Goddamn It I Have to Pretend Like I'm Interested in My Girl or I Won't Get Laid Day, or, you know, Hope Nobody's Celebrating This Stupid Corporate, like, Greeting Card Celebration of Love Day. Like, that shit annoys me. Like, why, why? If you don't like it, just ignore it. And I would say that I would I'm ignored by uh, I would say that I'm annoyed by the people who post oh Valentine's Day is awesome Happy Valentine's Day everybody Festival of Love, but I can't because there are no people like that. There are only the people who are reacting to the imaginary people like that. Like nobody goes out and buys all that stupid shit, and you know nobody that I know and nobody that the people I know know do that unless they're doing it for their kids. If Facebook is any indication, I feel like there are more people saying like, oh boy, I can't wait to spend Valentine's Day with the hubby or whatever, than there are, like, I don't, I, I have not actually encountered any anti-Valentine's Day sentiment. Uh, I've, I mean, I've got pretty, I've got a whole lot more of that than just like, yeah, we're going out to Denver for Valentine's Day. We're going out to Denver for Valentine's Day? What's in Denver? Uh, a dinner. The uh, world's largest heart. Yeah, there's a lot of dinner in Denver. They carve off a slice of it and feed it to you. Mm-hmm. Man, I uh, one thing that I did this weekend was I cooked some of the steaks that came off of my grandpa's cow. And that was pretty fucking good. That you convinced him to not grind it a hamburger? Yes. Oh, That's my a, mom convinced him to not grind it a hamburger. That is a great story. Yeah. Um, then, then we grilled some of the hamburgers. He... It is... I don't want to seem like I'm ungrateful, but the hamburger is kind of disgusting. The cow was not fatty enough to suit him, so he had the butcher add extra fat to the hamburger. Ugh. And it is, like, the greasiest hamburger. Like, I have to overcook everything just to make it sort of tolerable. Hmm. 
and it's like it makes me sad it makes me sad to have like a well done hamburger but like if I don't it makes me it's, it is just like a giant injection of steamy hot liquid into my mouth every time I take a bite and there's a time and a place for that and sitting at the dinner table in broad daylight is not it gotcha yeah, so I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm basically indifferent to, to Valentine's Day. I'm a, I'm a cook dinner, which I hardly ever do. But you know, that is not. I'm not gonna like buy a big pink teddy bear, holding a, you know, a cloth, uh, a banner that says "I love woo." I can't imagine that you would date a girl who would like that though yeah yeah that's the thing like it's kind of the same thing when people complain that christmas is this time where you have to run around and buy a bunch of presents for a bunch of people that you barely know and are ungrateful fuckheads who will you know ignore you the rest of the year so it's totally stressful and i just go so don't do that yeah if those obligations make christmas unpleasant for you don't do it like it sucks that my girlfriend expects me to spend, like, 500 bucks on her for this holiday or she won't have sex with me. Like, you're with the wrong motherfucking girlfriend, man. Like, you don't... Yeah. All of this shit is optional. Yeah, really, everything is optional if you think about it. Exactly. I mean, why even get out of bed? We're all just gonna die anyway. Yeah, maybe you are. I spread some Valentine's Day cheer. Oh, right. Now you've found eternal life in Jesus. I have. Well, you plan on finding it again just in time. No, I got it once. Like, the the sect that I come from is a one and done. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't have to maintain at all. I went to Bible school a few times. Did you say the prayer, though? Did you got to say prayer? the prayer? Be like, Jesus, forgive all of my sins and come into my heart. Jesus, forgive all of my sins from here on out. See you later, alligator. See? That's what I said. There you go. I remember painting uh, painting his name into a sponge. That's got to count for something. Yeah, yeah. Look, look what I did for you, Jesus. You know what? You, you go to the nice part of hell. <laughs> oh, oh, You go good, to the, the suburbs. Right. The part, the part that's reserved for people who aren't quite as bad as Mormons. Right. Wait, do Mormons get their own planets in hell, in the Christian view? I don't know what happens when you're a bad sorry, Mormon. In the, in the non-Mormon Christian view? I think Mormons, some Mormons, like some Catholics, accidentally get into heaven because they, they manage to say, you know, get saved even though that's not the central teaching of their church. Huh. Well, how do you get saved if not through some church ritual? Oh, no, it's just a private thing where you ask Jesus to forgive your sins and come into your heart and you say you accept Oh, and if you don't explicitly say, forgive me of my sins, uh, among which being a Mormon does not number. Right, right. Okay, so if you ask forgiveness for all of your sins, Jesus will forgive you even for the sin of being a Mormon. Yeah. Well, like with the Catholics, they don't tell you that you need to ask Jesus to come into your heart and accept his gift of salvation. They tell you you need to confess your sins to a priest and he'll go talk to God on your behalf and you have to do that regularly as you accumulate sin and then if 
if you die right, then you only have to go to purgatory and burn off the remaining sin that you had. Oh, since you your last confession, it. really? Yeah. Huh. But I you're never you're never cool. sure if you're as a Catholic, you're never sure whether you're up or down. I'm not huh. sure about Mormons. You get the whole That's kind of interesting from thing. a like sort of math puzzle standpoint. Maybe I'll check out the Catholics. Yeah, it's a I hear their schoolgirls are sometimes in trouble. <laughs> and in heat. <laughs> uh, Fred Levi says, listening to the archives, heard Shorebots, but still no beer babies or four non-blondes. Do you have any dates more specific than 2005? Uh, no, I don't. Didn't somebody... I heard the Shorebot... Or no, the uh, four non-blondes radio show remix recently. Yeah, I played it recently, and, and Fred okay. Levi was asking what show that came off of. Wow. And yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I could probably track down the file on my computer and see what the date that that file was created, and it would be shortly after the show. Yeah. Uh, he says, what you should do is write little summaries for every episode on the archive page. That would be a podcasty thing to do. Man, I don't know... I don't know that I would be able to... I mean, I love the sound of my own voice way more than the next guy does, right? And I could imagine listening to one of these shows, especially one from, like, five years ago. I think that would be kind of interesting. Um, but listening to all of them, to the extent that one would have to listen to them to summarize the, you know, broadly meandering tendrils of nonsense, how would you even summarize that? We talked about bullshit for a while, and then we talked about KOL. Yeah. Maybe I'll just write a script to summarize all of them with that sentence. Yeah, it would be hard to tag them with, like, notable things that happened until we figured out which the no were the notable things. It would be, like, easier to do that for the archive, sure, but new stuff? We don't know what, what's going to be picked up and, and get into the zeitgeist. I mean, I think the podcasty people who do those summaries also spend a significant amount of time editing their podcasts. Yeah. Or some time beforehand coming up with some talking points. Oh, talking points. I do that every once in a while. I will sometimes have a post-it note with a handful of things that I've reminded myself that I want to talk about on the radio. If I think they'll make a funny story. But I don't normally do it. We do this too often to prepare for it. Yeah. Is the thing. Like, I cannot... I can't generate reliably interesting topics for four hours a week worth of talking. And that's why you get what you get. Amesville says, less than three, all the sugar, less than three, KOL is love. People were talking about trying to uh, get Pound Loathing uh, to become the KOL hashtag because those fucking Kings of Leon twats have taken over for, uh, taken over Pound KOL. Yeah. I don't know anything about that band, but I have a feeling they're twats. Yeah, they're pretty good. The All I know is the sex on fire joke. Wow. Joke, you know, they're joke. They're uh, they're those comedians in Kings of Leon. I don't know what a Leon is. I don't either. I uh, are they? The other day I was talking about a uh, like a talking about a uh, like a Kurt Vonnegut album. Do you suppose they're actually Kings of Leon and they just really like the Lion King? Hmm. Maybe they're kings of Leon Redbone, so they rule over a guy that I don't exactly know who it is. Right. Kanye West is the uh, king of Leon of Lewis. 
be fired. Uh, Data Vortex asks if we can get a radio show featuring Uncle C.D. Moyer. All the hard mathy questions answered. Yeah, maybe if he comes out for con, we can uh, we can record one again. That was fun. It's hard. We can't do the like. The more a podcast recording for us, the more a broadcast involves Skype, the more it's gonna be technically difficult and low quality as far as the sound recording. You know, maybe that doesn't bother anybody else. Maybe it's like the maybe it's like the old knob goblin art when everybody's like, no, I like the old crap better. It was interesting that uh, the complaint was the new harem girl was not as sexy as the old harem girl. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I I tried as an experiment today to masturbate to both of them, and it worked in both cases. So I don't think that there's anything to that. Yeah, you're kind of easy though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I would not ask you to mech it again. I noticed that you've made, you've given her bigger, more appealing eyes. I did give her bigger, more appealing eyes. I tried to give her uh, like closed, eyelashy girl eyes, but just succeeded in making her look like some sort of hideous monster freak. It was... Uh, I'll say on here again what I said in chat, that with both of those pictures for a very long time, as in from the time they, the first one was drawn until today, I thought that the veil was kind of pasted over their mouth with the ends of it kind of sticking out and up at the sides. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I guess maybe, like, the veil is this big wide thing, and the joke is that their heads are narrower than the, I don't know. But then I looked at the rest of the Knob Goblins and saw that they all have, like, little pointy things sticking out of their heads, and that's just the, that line isn't continuing across. It's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I don't know shoot. if those are horns or ears. At this resolution, they, they could be either. Maybe they're ear horns. Oh, yeah. Maybe they have trouble hearing. They wouldn't be very effective ear horns that are just a line. My uh, speaking of uh, speaking of that beef from earlier, uh, my grandpa has been in town for a while. He he was visiting my mom, so I've seen him a little bit. He's got these new uh, hearing aids that whenever anything gets within like a foot of his ear, you just get these weird little chirping feedback squeaks. Great, uh, including like the walls of a car. So anytime you're in a car with him. There's just, like, these sort of, like, robot bird noises all the time. Huh. It's, uh, Can he hear He does them? it on purpose, too. He can't hear them because uh. they're too high-pitched, but he knows that they're there and will sometimes just hold his hand up to his ear to make them happen just to annoy everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, we could, uh, we could dive into the uh, radio show forum thread for a while if you wanted. Yeah, let's rock it. Rocket. Uh, uh, King Stupid says, "Happy freaking Valentine's Day, you sexy Luthers. And happy, happy corporate overlords tell us when we can fuck day to you, drone worker bee." Yeah, I'm too indie for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Stupak Two says, "Jake, I want your butt. Can I have it? Uh, no, but you can have my skulls if you want them or need them." Mm-hmm. And if I were a 15-year-old girl. Wait, is it 15-year-old girls? What kind of... what, ex- Like, specifically, what kind of skulls does Glenn Danzig want? 
It's just little girls. It said, hack the heads off little girls and put them on my wall. I don't think he okay. specifies an age. They just have to okay. be little. Somebody has to have thanked heaven for them. I see. They have to. They have to have uh, not yet reached the point where uh, urge overkill considers them a woman. Mm-hmm. Was that an urge overkill song? It was a cover of a Neil Diamond song. A Neil Diamond song. Okay. It seemed like it was probably a cover. Yeah. But was the cover what they played in Pulp Fiction? Yes. Okay. Is the original song terrible? No, it's very, 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 very similar. Neil Diamond wrote some cool shit. Yeah. Uh, what's the one... What's his most famous song? That's Sweet Caroline. Yeah. That's a good song. He wrote I'm it's a good. Believer. He wrote Uncle Beaver? I'm a Believer. Oh. I believe stuff. He wrote that I, did he Did he write that and somebody else recorded it? Yeah, the Monkees recorded it. Were the Monkees a real band, or was that, like, fake? I don't know anything about the Monkees. They, all they did was sing. They were four actors who got hired to be on a TV show that was about this pretend band, and then they sang the songs and session musicians played the music. Who did the song Daydream Believer? That was the Monkees, too. Did, Did Neil Diamond write that? No. Did Urge Overkill write that? Yes. Did Urge Overkill write all of the Monkey songs except for? Uh, uh, the ones that weren't in the Music Man. Okay. Were. Wait. Which which did you say? I'm a believer. Yeah. Neil Diamond wrote "I'm a Believer." So they wrote both "I'm a Believer" and "Daydream Believer." They recorded both of them. Yes. I think that those are, those are the only two things that have ever used the word believer, and it's weird that they're both songs by the same band. Yeah. I mean, jokes. They're both jokes by Kings of Leon. Uh, the Monkees' third song was called I'm a Daydream. <laughs> Thank you for... Because they were just they were just picking uh, ping-pong balls with words written on them out of a fishbowl to name all of their songs. Well, having done I'm a Believer and Daydream Believer, then, uh, it made sense in my head. Zarufen one says, since it's Valentine's Day, I guess I could give you and Stu some ointment to make your date more special. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, how's all the goings-on concerned with getting KOL on Facebook? Is that still a thing that's being worked on? If so, how goes it? I mean, it's uh, it's on our sort of list of priority track things. We still... It is not at all clear how to go about doing that. Facebook has some weird shit, like some weird restrictions on what you can do with applications that use their real app framework as it turns out like we learned from some of the some of the guys in uh, in San Francisco and that whole like Facebook credits thing like if your app is it's some kind of weird thing like it's not necessarily if your app is hosted by Facebook but if it is like sort of properly embedded then all microtransactions have to go through their system. Ugh. Yeah, which it, it was a weird thing that I think didn't used to be true. Um, and I don't know how it's... Uh, you know, I was talking to some people that we knew who had worked for some independent company there and who had then both ended up working for Zynga. 
uh, in the last year after their other place went under. And they were talking about how they operated. And I don't know if... I know that for a while, Zynga was like PayPal's biggest customer. So they can't have... They can't... It seems like you would have heard about it if they had switched away from that yeah. and were somehow using Facebook credits exclusively. There was some stuff like you also couldn't have the same... If you had the game on... If you had a game on Facebook and on MySpace, you couldn't use the same... It couldn't be the same game. It had to be like... There had to be a wall between them. Different sets of players and everything. Fortunately, nobody wants to have anything on MySpace anymore, so... I don't know, man. My my uh, my new band, we got some songs up on MySpace. They start playing as soon as you load the page without you having to hit anything, and the background is a like a... I don't know. I'm trying to think of some antiquated video format. All I can think of is Swiffer, and that's not a video format at all. No, no. SWF? It's Flash. Well, I think that's where it came from. Sure. FLV? That's Flash Video. It was a quick, it was a quick time. It was a AVI. It's weird to think that MySpace lost that kind of battle for being a social networking site pretty much because they gave users control over their layout. You think that's why? I think so. Like That was the big thing that was going to set MySpace apart, was that you can do whatever you want with this thing and it will give you the tools to put it together however you want it to look. And so every MySpace page looked different. But Facebook did this thing where they just barely let you customize shit, so Facebook gave you this kind of homogenous experience. I'm curious if that's really what did it, though, or if, if we're just, like, you know, because I can see why you would feel that way, but I wonder how much of that is just projecting, like, what you care about into the minds of everybody else. Because I don't think the average MySpace user would say, MySpace looks like fucking shit all the goddamn time, you know? And they're like, hey, check out this awesome animated GIF I just put in my background. Right. Right, because it wouldn't... I mean, if if people's sensibilities were really offended by that, they wouldn't make their pages look like that. I, I, I mean, I honestly don't... I don't know how I feel about why that turned out the way that it did. I'm, I'm kind of... What I'm afraid of is that it was just sort of random. You know, that it wasn't anybody doing anything on purpose, that it wasn't anybody doing anything better than anybody else that made it catch on. It was just kind of a, like herd movement. Well, the other thing, though, was that Facebook started with the apps a long time before MySpace did. Like, you could embed music and video in MySpace, but all the game stuff really took off on Facebook. I know you were complaining More about so getting then. snowballs thrown at you that turned you into a vampire. Well, those were a lot of the early Facebook games. Games? Yeah, game. The game where you type in someone's name and then it sends them a message saying you've been hit with a snowball? Yep. What I'm saying, though. <laughs> Facebook became this kind of, like, internet inside of the internet in a way that MySpace didn't. I think it's weird that they're trying to take over for email. Yeah, that... They are never getting my email. They can uh, take your live... I am never doing my email through them. We'll put it that way. Because you don't trust them the way you trust Google. 
like Gmail is just kind of perfect for me. Yeah. Perfect until they start using all that data to. Um, I don't know. Sell me stuff. Yeah. And Taylor adds more closely to my interests. Those bastards. Hey, I uh, got a. Uh, speaking of email, I got an email saying that my Xbox is uh, fixed and on its way back to me. Nice. Yeah. So maybe I'll come back from Florida and I'll play some of the video games that I've been supposed to be playing for the last six months, like Costume Quest. First, you have to figure out how to turn it on. Yeah, the Xbox actually just has a button that you push, mm. and then things light up to indicate that it's on. And much like the Wii does, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Anyway. No, the Wii has a light to indicate when it's turned off, and it changes colors from one color that I can't distinguish from the second color to that second color to indicate that it's on. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. Meaty Donut writes, Would you ever consider making changes to elemental spells so that they have different effects depending on the element on physical monsters? High stench damage could give a high chance of the monster running away, for example, or cold could freeze a monster, stunning it for a turn. Uh, the possibilities are endless, Jake. Endless. I don't think the possibilities are as endless as you think, given that you just gave two examples. And there's usually, usually when we have like a thing where we're like, ah, right, endless possibilities. We'll just come up with ten of these. Because, like, how hard can it be? And then we come up with two, and then the two are really good. And then we come up with, like, sort of, like, four more sort of crappy ones. Right. Um, I think that making high stench damage give the monster a chance of running away is a terrible idea. Because it just means that you could, by and large, never use stench damage to kill stuff oh. if it was going to take more than a hit. Um, you know, I could imagine adding a spell that did cold damage and froze a monster for a turn you know but I don't want to add that to every cold spell I want it to be like a new thing that people can play with and collect catch them catch them all uh, Erich says dear happy I would totally buy cards at the store of loathing thoughts on putting them in there also bring back the retired cards some were pretty great uh, we totally do sell those in the store of loathing they're um, not in there right now well, no, because uh, Zly had us take them out because they will, uh, like, I don't know, five days ago? Because they would no uh, longer arrive by Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Them. They go up when the Christmas cards go out, and they get taken out when they would no longer arrive by Valentine's Day. Groovy. I don't know how many of those we've sold. They're pretty cool. One of these days I would like to have some of those available to me. Send me an email or something. I'll try to remember to bring you some to Florida. I just keep asking. I keep forgetting to ask. Cause I, I also need another saber-toothed lime. Because, like, uh, a, like a real one? The figurine. Okay. So I had mine sitting on my desk. And the last time I cleaned the office, I looked over at it and I said, You know, it's kind of amazing that. And before I finished the sentence, my wife picked it up and fucking broke it off the stand. And the rest of the sentence was going to be that the stand hasn't broken on my line yet. Yeah. The new ones have those better stands. Yeah. But then uh, Ollie was like, Lime, play with Lime. We like Lime. I was like, okay. So I handed it to him and said, just don't. And then he threw it on the floor and broke the teeth off. Yep. They're not toys, Mr. Scully. They're, they're figurines. I know. They're like, you know, you wouldn't... If you bought, like... 
you know, some $9,000 bust of Vampirella, you wouldn't let him play with it. True. Actually, Not I, until he's like 13. I believe that the conversation was, Ollie goes, lime, lime, lime. And as I started to say, oh, that's not really a... My wife goes, here you go, honey, you can hold the lime. Huh. <laughs> ah, my spouse. Well, you know what you do? You put a sign on your office door that says, no girls allowed. Right. And then you won't have any of these problems anymore. Boy, I tell you, if a woman broke one of my art figurines, if a woman broke my $9,000 bust of Vampirella, what would I do? I would... I would make her get surgery to make her look exactly like Vampirella, and then I would cut the top half of her off and mount it on a pedestal. Mm. You're always putting women on a pedestal. That's your problem. That's true. Just the top, the top half of them, which is a bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah, I'm constantly having to clean my pedestals. Uh, Azulian says, any thoughts on making the Continuum Transfunctioner into an accessory instead of an offhand item? Yeah, it's, um, it's, I'm willing to do it, it's just not that simple a process, because it's like, we gotta write a thing to unequip them from everybody, and, you know, it's whatever. Um, Big Mara says, I'm sure this has been asked before, but what the fuck? Any chance you'd make an option to permanently disable the MMG on an account? I find myself stupidly bored sometimes and end up always going in there and losing meat. Nope because that would not help you. There is no one that that would help. Because you could always just send me to a new account that you've just created and go MMG it on that one. And if you're really incapable of stopping yourself from going and playing the MMG, you're incapable of stopping yourself from making a new account, sending it meet, and playing the MMG on it. You know who can help you? You. You can help you. I thought you were going to say Jesus. Him too. Uh, St. Doodle's asking if C.D. Moyer's ready to talk about api.php yet. Apip. Uh, excuse me, it's pronounced uh, apip. Uh, Box is like, what are you guys doing for the V-Day? Surprised that hasn't been asked yet. Uh, I don't know, is it Victory VJ Day is like Vagina Job Day? Uh-huh. That's like when, it's like a hand job, but using a vagina. That was the sequel to The Italian Job, actually. The Vagina Job? Yeah. It, it was that uh, sequel to both the Vagina Monologues and The Italian Job. And then the monkeys recorded uh, The Italian Vagina. Right. Sorry, that took too long. As <laughs> uh, Julian. So apparently the forum thread now is just for asking for favors. Yep. Any thoughts on making the Continuum Transfunctioner into an accessory instead of an offhand item? <sighs> what are your thoughts okay. on that, Jake? Well, I already read that and answered it, like, two minutes ago. No, you didn't. You you don't listen to me, Mr. Skullhead. I just don't remember anything you say. Like that time uh, you told me that every cake in the game has a cake reference in it. I don't remember that. I didn't remember that. I don't even remember you telling me that earlier. Uh, uh, let's see. TP Junkie says, Any chance we could see a cocktail crafting recipe using ice-cold Fodies? I was thinking something along the lines of a brass monkey. Fodie plus orange. Is that a fucking thing? Whoa. Do people... Is there a thing that people make using a 40-ounce malt liquor as a... Is it, like, putting a mixer in it? Huh. 
because fuck that noise. I know I usually pour a couple shots of vodka in mine. Do you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't drink a whole lot of forties. Yeah, I've had a handful of them in my life. I will sometimes get a big uh, bottle of Mickey's, mm. but I, I do want to. You know, maybe you and I can do this at some point. I do want to. I do want to do Edward Forty Hands. Yeah, that is a that is a novelty drinking experience that I can totally get behind. I still haven't done the wizard staff thing. That's you know, whatever. It makes you accidentally put a picture of your dong on the internet. Uh, what? No, when I took the I took a picture of my wizard staff in the bathroom mirror. Uh, and posted it to Twitter, and then <laughs> realized that my fly was open in the picture ah, when somebody it. pointed it out. You couldn't actually see my dong. Well, not without magnification equipment. No, well, no, I'm saying because it was covered up exactly by a twelve a twelve can tall stack of beer cans. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Starwood says that the API definitely seems to function right now with documentation on the page itself. I guess it'd be nice to know if the current setup should be considered semi-stable or if it is still evolving. I would imagine that it's stable. It's been like that for months. Uh, somebody wrote a sonnet about giving someone venereal disease. Hmm. Alright! Clids! Guys, ticket books. He's coming to cons. I'm also visiting some clannies along the way as well as, well as some other internet folks and being all touristy in New York. Do you guys have any suggestions of other cool places to visit on my epic trip across America? Huh. Are you driving across America? I ask as though you could answer now. What's interesting between New York and Arizona? I mean, you got basically the whole country. You could go to... Uh, you could go see the Gateway Arch in St. Louis yes. and then get beaten up and robbed. Don't go in it. Whatever you do. Did you go in the Gateway Arch? Yeah. Was it terrifying? It was so dumb. <laughs> well, like, we handed somebody a huge wad of money. Then we waited in line for two hours. Then we crammed into this tiny egg-shaped elevator... Then we went up to the top of this thing, and we walked out onto the top part, and the windows that you can look out of are tiny and kind of low to the ground, so you just walk past this like endless line of people's asses waiting to find a spot where you can look out the window at the ground, because the windows just face the fucking ground. So then you go, oh, well, that's the ground down there. It's farther away than it was when we got in this godforsaken line. Then we cram into an elevator on the other side and go back down. It's, ah, it's fucking terrible. Oh, man, you have to go down the other side? Yep. Yeah, I can't do it. If I did that, at the point where I have to start living my life backwards, I'd have to remember and get the elevators to run backwards. Yeah. What? Nothing. Hmm. Uh, man, I don't know anything about America. I know I hate it as a liberal. <laughs> um, you should eat at a Cracker Barrel um, where you play the fun game with golf tees in a wood triangle mm. and eat 40 pounds of lard no matter what you order. They just bring you 40 pounds of lard. Their salads are disgusting. Are they? Well, because it's just a, a head of lettuce and 40 pounds of lard. Oh, okay. I thought you were actually observing... 
it was it was absurdist comedy, not not yes. observational comedy. Exactly. Um, why can't I think of anything cool in America to visit on a drive? You know, you know, a thing that is pretty fucking cool that is not precisely on the way from New York to Arizona, but it's not too far out of the way, is uh, Ruby Falls, which I believe is in Tennessee. Have you ever been to Ruby Falls? I haven't. We almost went this past trip, but ended up not. Oh, is man, cool? you should. I can, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It's it's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, I, you know, I haven't been there since I was a kid, but, like, it it was, like, pretty staggering. Even Even as a kid who was, like, you know, not particularly interested in things in the outside world. You know, it was more of an indoor kid. But, uh, yep, pretty good. Ruby Falls. That's it's a, a big shame. Like, waterfall in a cave. Nobody. The reason why we ended up not going is that nobody would vouch for it being as cool as I thought it was going to be. Oh. And if you had been there, we totally would have gone. Yep. Well, I should have been there. Is your sister going to be in Florida? Did I see something that, that indicated that? Yeah. Does she live there, or is she just going to visit at the same time? She lives there now. Hmm. In Orlando? Yeah, their their apartment is, I guess, pretty close to the Floridas. Does she uh, Does she have a season pass to Disney World? Because that'd be the that would be I would get that, and then I would pay my rent if I lived right. if I lived in either L.A. or Orlando. I would go to Disneyland every day. Hmm. I would just sing every morning. I just woke up. I'm going to Disneyland. And then the next day, I just woke up. I'm going to Disneyland. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. I would want to be buried uh, under a joke tombstone in line for the Haunted Mansion. Do you think there is anybody buried in Disneyland? And the frozen body of Walt Disney. All oh, right, they didn't they just bur- they froze it and then just buried it. Yeah, like he, he's not gonna thaw. He'll be fine. Uh, Evil Ernie one three zero one three says recently learned that gamer rapper Mega Ran lives in Arizona. Just curious if uh, y'all knew about him, and if so, has there ever been any thought into getting him for KOLCon? I it, the the I've met him. I think though that I I don't remember if I've met him here. I don't remember if he's been to KOLCon or if I. I want to say that I met him in San Diego, um, but I have never actually looked into his music. I have no idea what it sounds like, um, and I don't know why. It's just it's just like a weird gap. It's just like it's something that I've never gotten around to. You know anything about Mega Ran? I don't, except that people keep suggesting that he should play Con. There's uh, we're thinking about asking these guys who are like a uh, a mariachi band that do like sort of butt rock and heavy metal covers yeah that was pretty impressive I, you know honestly the idea was better than the execution hmm. but it's good enough you know depending on it, it's good enough to have them play if it's cheap yeah and if they're not gonna fucking trash a condo. They seem like the kind of guys that probably trash a condo. Maybe we should just put them in a condo that's already been trashed. They'd hide a bunch of illegal Mexicans inside the cabinets. Mm. They do that, I've heard. 
nothing worse than uh, nothing worse than when the beams of your house get an illegal immigrant infestation. You can put they out carve, the traps. They carve the wood smart. into little animals. Yeah. And just erode the walls. Or they always steal the bait and leave the trap. Uh, do you want to take a little musical break? Yeah, I'd like to get another beer. An interlude, if you will. All right, we'll be back in a few, folks. And we're back. We're back. How was your break? Internet problems? Uh, I guess. I wasn't having any. Yeah, wasn't having any problems over here until it wasn't interfering with your Valentine's Day you porn marathon earlier. And certainly wasn't. Now the. Uh, <clears throat> It was kind of strange that you had asked if something was wrong and nothing was wrong. I was just playing a really quiet song. And then a couple of minutes later, it just reset for no reason. But, yeah, we got back on. Right back on. I got myself a uh, a terrible beer. What kind of beer? Um, I'm into the beer that people left behind after the last party. And this is uh, Samuel Adams Noble Pills, a seasonal brew. Yeah, and I don't, it's like... Christ, is it terrible. Sam Adams, you know, makes good beer, and then they decided, hey, let's make some crap. So they made the Noble Pills. I've not tried it. This has that really sour, vinegary thing that apparently is just a thing that people do on purpose with beer. But Jesus Christ, why? You know, I'm drinking Firestone Double Barrel Ale, which is pretty good. The grocery store that I went to did not have much of a selection of beer. This was the this was the best thing that I well this was the thing that looked the best that I had not uh, that I was had not already had and knew was bad. <laughs> Before the break, I was drinking a Winter Hook from Red Hook, and that was delicious. Is it all blueberry and shit? No, it had some spices in it, I think, but no fruit. The uh, the lady friend got some blueberry beer for the lemon party. And uh, god damn, was it just kind of like slightly beer-flavored blueberry soda. Riff drank it. Sure. We are like, this is awful. I bet Riff will like it. That um, reminds me of what we drank most of the way through college. One of the cider companies, like maybe Ace or one of those, did a blueberry cider for a long time. We just drank the shit out of it. And yeah, it totally tasted like carbonated pancake syrup. Because you guys were ladies? Is that... it, was, it was really easy to get drunk on those. You'd have six or eight of them. Yeah. You're a little tipsy. Like there were some wine coolers going around at the Lemon Party. I don't know if I approve of that. Huh. I think that's the first time there have been wine... You know, that that that's one of those things that I might put my feet down and say, not under my roof. Right. So they'll just drink it out on the veranda. Yeah. Well, the veranda has a roof. In the pool, then? Yeah. Man, my pool is a uh, mosquito-ridden cesspool. It, it is actually a cesspool and not a swimming pool anymore. You should get a guy. I had a guy. He vanished. Uh, when I when I came home and checked my mail from October on, uh, I realized that I hadn't gotten a bill from him since you know since October at least, and that he clearly had not showed up until then. We're is working that on just it, a? Is there some kind of union? In Arizona, where all the contractors and anybody who you can hire to do work at your house come together and go, okay, when they call for quotes, that means they're going to want us to do work and pay us for it. Just never, ever call them back. 
Yeah, or come it's for weird. a little while and then stop. I don't know if this is a thing that exists everywhere. If it is, I can actually recommend it, even though it seems like when I was first told about it, I was like, you know, that's bullshit and a terrible idea. Uh, but there's an organization called Service Magic. Yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, that it's like you go to their website and you say, I need a plumber. And then it's it seems to be a sort of a like community rating driven index of contractors. And every time I've ever used them, I've gotten somebody that knew what they were doing and charged reasonable rates and actually showed up. Huh. Um, the people, the people that I, you know, so I, I have like an air conditioner guy that I totally trust and is great. And every time anything goes wrong with my air conditioner, I'm just not worried about it because I just called Joe and he comes and fixes the air conditioner. And uh, him, I, I found him through Service Magic. So yeah, little plug there. WVO Quine asks if we've seen the D&D episode of Community. It's great. It's on Hulu. Watch it. Is it a thing that would make sense if I had no idea what Community was? Because I don't know what Community is. It's that show with Chevy Chase in a community college? Is it? Yeah. Is it good? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that is... I get that and Parks and Rec mixed up. Mm-hmm. I don't watch TV. Do, does it seem to you like... It seems like there is a greater concentration lately of television that is not terrible. Like, it, I have the impression that there are, like, several shows on network television now that are actually good. I, I don't know. Maybe that's the impression that I get because I don't watch any of them. But, yeah, things that are getting critical acclaim, sure. Not even critical acclaim. You know, maybe, I mean, maybe it's just... People who are on the internet have started getting jobs and selecting programming for television networks. Right. Or whatever. But I mean, if you like, you know, I don't know if there was other good stuff on network TV when Arrested Development was on, but it seems like it was rare to have, like, you know, a genuinely good show come out of the, like, sort of sitcom toilet. You know, that toilet where all the sitcoms come from. Yeah. Uh, Numenor's asking for a mind control device slash MCD chat command or something for setting the various uh, mind control levels. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can see why people would want that. Uh, the Nuge says, what is love? Baby, don't hurt. Uh, also, I really appreciate a lot of the recent quest changes that remove the guild from being necessary to do certain important things in run. That being said, it's kind of a sad, lonely, desolate place now. Are there any plans to add some more guild shenanigans to give it more appeal in run slash after our run? The Nemesis quest is great along those lines, and I think it'd be awesome to see more guild stuff, though other revamps, world events, etc. probably come first. Uh, the, you know, the guild quests are always riffs, baby. Um, somebody says, uh, later in the thread, M. Steeler says, have there been any thought of adding another other quest, or other class quest, by that I mean Fernsworthy's Tower started from the stat class other than yours. Yep, that stuff is awaiting implementation like it's all all the writing is done all the design is done and it is waiting uh, I mean it's I guess it's it's awaiting some editorial passes for me it's awaiting me actually telling CB Moyer to implement it or you know doing it myself but like that's gonna happen yeah. uh, I feel uh, like I'm learning to really do like a job like I feel like I'm getting plenty done I'm doing a lot better job of delegating stuff for KOL, and I'm getting a lot done on the other game, too. 
and that is not a thing that I felt like I constantly felt like when I was working on one I was like sort of unforgivably sacrificing the other and I no longer feel that way and I don't know what that means maybe I've just grown uh, easier to please maybe I've become more narcissistic and I've just decided I'm great at my job you think that's it I think that's a legitimate thing to feel. Sure. Um, 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 people suggesting features and then adding features to the suggested features. Uh, Lightning just says, what are your opinions on quests such as the Tavern and the Hidden City? Personally, do you like those more than quests like the penultimate fantasy airship where you just adventure in the zone until conditions are met? You know, um, I think as a I can only say what my opinions as a player are from playing Twilight Heroes. And honestly, in Twilight Heroes, I kind of like the ones where you just adventure in a zone until it's over. Hmm. And, like, knowing that I could be doing stuff to make it go faster or whatever doesn't bother me. Um, so, you know, I don't know. That's still a mindset that I can't get into exactly uh, and understand. But I do think that it's good to have something every once in a while that changes it up. Right, but one thing that I have been trying to do with all of these revamps lately is kind of trying to get like back to basics in terms of like you know this is a game called KOL and there are zones and in those zones are monsters and non-combats and then sometimes choices that you make and not doing as much like weird shit that was only in was only distinguishable from normal gameplay rules in that it was confusing. Um, I don't know. You know, I think I think that there is room and a need for both of them. And, I don't know, you know. The, uh, I've, I've spent a little bit of time thinking about and talking about the crypt uh, as it's going to get the next thing. The knob revamp should roll out tomorrow, actually. That's uh, basically done. There's uh, there's another little side mini quest that I'm having Rift do some work on, which I think he actually did a bunch of work on that today. Um, which which is to say, I think he might have done all of the work that was necessary on it today. Um, so maybe I will implement that before I actually roll it out. Uh, but yeah. Um, sorry, where was I going with that? The new uh, crypt, as I'm imagining it, is a little bit of both. Uh, so I think that'll probably be fun. I know it'll be fun to work on. I don't know if it'll be fun to play. Data Vortex says, The audio quality on the Thursday show was amazing. Thank you for upgrading. It really does make a huge difference for 240 minutes a week. Sadly, it's only going to be for those 120. Um, because we're using a completely different rig here. Um, I'm going to figure something out, though. I'm going to figure out a way to record these Skype calls. Because I think, I think that if I could get my voice coming through this mic here and your voice as it is in my speakers, that it will sound pretty good. Yeah. Um, so instead of, instead of using... Also, I found a weird thing. I cut the bit rate of the SAM recording in half, and it dramatically increased the quality of the recording. Huh. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's that the the machine can't keep up with the bitrate that it's trying to write, 
and it's like doing extrapolation that makes like that that did as much or more I think for the recorded quality of the show than the new audio setup did because it got rid of all that kind of tinniness of the of the the vocals hmm. um, do you want I should do that on this might end? try it because it's you know we we compress it down to less than that anyway so yeah yeah you might give it a shot before the next time I don't know how much of a difference it's gonna make because of the whole speaker into a microphone setup like I don't think in your recordings my voice is gonna sound good no matter what we do on your it's kind of weird, because, like, the mic that you're going into is a pretty nice mic, and you sound good coming out of the speaker here. So There's you probably think... Some... Uh, an audio person could probably explain why. Yeah. You know, it, it is weird. Like, when I listen to, like, the Overthinking It podcast, there's, like, a couple guys that always... Like, because they're all on Skype, there's... There is, A, the, like, sort of weird... Unnatural timing stuff that happens because of the slight delay right. that, that Skype creates, and B, they some of them are always like way worse quality than others, and it doesn't. You know, I listen to it and it doesn't bother me that much, but I wish it was better. Something that I didn't that I that I really am hoping that have you ever listened to the uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast? I haven't listened to any podcast. Okay, well. My Brother, My Brother, and Me is a good podcast. They just got picked up by the uh, Max Fun Network. And so I'm really hoping that they will be at Max FunCon so that, A, I can meet and get drunk with them, and B, so that I can ask them how they do their recordings. Because it sounds like they're in the same room, and apparently they're, the three of them are spread all over the country. Um. And so I don't know if they, like, record separate audio tracks and actually edit it so that the pauses are not there anymore, or how it is that they manage to be doing it over Skype, presumably on the same flawed mortal internet that the rest of us use, and have it sound as natural as it does. Um, yeah, anyway. I'm going to see what I can do, though. It it frustrates me that there is not just a simple, straightforward, like, even, say, open-source tool for recording a fucking Skype call. If you go to look for the stuff for recording a Skype call, it's like looking for porn or, like, fake credit card numbers or something. Like, everything is sleazy-looking bullshit, and everything is like, it's free! And then you install it, and it's like, oh, it's only free for ten minutes. If you want to record more than ten minutes, you got to pay us $60. Like... A, why is that not just some native feature of Skype? Are they just trying to stay out of legal trouble? Are they in cahoots with those people? Are they getting a kickback? Somebody's somebody's palms are getting crossed. That's all I know. Somebody's buns are getting hot crossed. Somebody's got a bun in the oven. Somebody's oven is self-cleaning. Um, somebody's trying to commit suicide by putting their head in an electric oven. How hot do you have to have an electric oven to commit suicide by sticking your head in it? Boy, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you can burn your lungs, right? Like, hot air. You can take a breath that is so hot that it renders your lungs unusable. Right. And then, I'm assuming that you just slowly suffocate while your chest hurts real, real, real bad. Sounds like fun. Sounds terrible. I don't think it sounds like fun at all. 
Mm. Oh, were you being sarcastic? No, I thought it sounded kind of fun. Oh, right, because you're a suicidal masochist. Right. You should meet a homicidal sadist. Mm. I have nothing to say to that. Juion says, what's up with Vegemite? I mean, really? I don't know, I, I want to try it. I, uh, when I eat at the Outback Steakhouse, there's these posters. I mean, presumably they're there even when I am not eating there, but I have yet to develop uh, the notion of object permanence. Yeah. So I believe that they're only there when I'm there. Just like all those people at Outback. They're all figments of my imagination. I am just a brain in a jar. Yeah, you... Yeah. You create them um, with your mind. <laughs> you populate them. Anyway, there's posters that say, Vegemite, it's not just for kids. Well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And he says, wait, really, says Casey Wiederman, Scully had sushi for Valentine's? Spacey and I had sushi for Valentine's, and it was awesome. I told Spacey that she's the perfect woman for me for thinking sushi is a good idea for a romantic date. I feel like sushi is... Like, that is almost a default date thing. Huh. Like, it, 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 is, it, it would be weird to me if somebody said, sushi on a date? Weird. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because I just live with, like, liberals who aren't afraid of trying stuff, and that's who I tend to associate with. It seems like kind of in the same way that, like, a spaghetti dinner is a thing that you wouldn't do for a first date. Like, unless you really had some serious game with chopsticks, I can't imagine doing sushi with someone you didn't know well enough that you could kind of laugh if you fucked something up. Huh. I, I mean, I guess I'm I'm long past the point where I routinely fuck up when I'm using chopsticks. So maybe that's it. Maybe you're just not as cool as me. It can be messy. You know. Like love, sushi can be messy. Yeah. I don't know. You know, one thing I think that makes sushi messy for people is that they use the soy sauce. That's also a thing that makes sushi even more delicious for people, though. No. No. Soy sauce is gross. Sushi's delicious on its own. You know what I would frequently do on dates is I would uh, I would go uh, to uh, the Ethiopian restaurant hmm. because that's a good way to find out if she's willing to try new things like butt sex, if she's uh, squeamish about getting her fingers dirty like in butt sex, and if uh, if she's gonna be like weirded out by everything like butt sex. I think it's kind of. I guess I'm a terrible person, but the first couple of times I heard somebody talking about an Ethiopian Ethiopian restaurant, I kind of thought they were joking. Because that was when there was a famine in Ethiopia. I was like, what, what, is it a place you go and they just give you empty plates? Ha ha ha. But I mean, the problem with, the, yeah, no, sure, I mean, that's a, that's a funny joke, you know, that's, my dad said the same thing. But I mean, I think Ethiopia is a place where the problem is, is not, you know, it's less like overall poverty than a than a really broken wealth distribution, hmm. and so I mean it it has a culture, right? And so yeah, it has sure. a food culture. It has some yogurt culture. Um, have you never had Ethiopian food? I haven't yet. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, if you like if you like Indian food, which I don't know if you like Indian. Food. Yeah, I, I like me the shit out of some Indian food. And if you like, uh, you kind of have to like like sourdough bread. Hmm. I do because the way that the way that Ethiopian food works is this kind of like Indian food, 
only instead of using, you know, instead of piling it up with a bunch of rice and eating it with a fork, you tear off little pieces of this like kind of sourdoughy pancake thing. Uh, this really spongy bread stuff, and then you uh, use that to kind of scoop up the food and eat it. That sounds kind of delicious. It's fucking delicious. It's great. And it's, like, it's good, and it is just weird enough that, like, you know, I don't know, like, you can tell watching a person adapt to it how sort of adaptable they are, right? Like, I'm kind of serious about it being a great thing to do on a date, because if somebody is, like, scared of the world and is gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard for you in the future to convince them to do anything interesting, they're probably gonna be freaked out and say, I didn't like that at the end of the Ethiopian food date. And then you just, you know, I mean, you let them stick around long enough for the butt sex, but then you send them home and don't call them back. Sounds like a plan. Casey Wiederman says later, oh, dude, migraines are fucking awful. I read a thing that said migraines are more painful than childbirth, and though I haven't gone through childbirth, wow, not even once? Pussy. Uh, well, no, I mean, presumably. I mean, we all go through childbirth, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I'm awfully inclined to agree. I'm just immobilized for 24 to 48 hours. Are you sure that you're not confusing migraines with just being, like, super lazy, Casey yeah, Wiederman? That's the thing. Like, every person that I talk to who has migraines has them far, far worse than I do. Mine is just, like, I get a light show. I get, like, half of my face being feeling huge and incredibly painful. And so I take some drugs and lie down for three or four hours, and then I'm okay. I feel lucky, I guess. I, I hate headaches, and I get four or five headaches a year. Hmm. Um, they're usually sinus-related. Later still, says Casey Wiederman, regarding listening to your, your own old shows, you could get Riff to overdub them with commentary and call them... Uh, the Funny Joke Show with Riff. Yeah. Uh, Fusion Grenade says, any chance of a KOL Radio iTunes podcast? Specifically, the Monday and Thursday shows would be amazing. There totally is one, buddy. It's hard to find, though. Search for 120 minutes. And again, every time I'm on the radio, I think, man, I really gotta, I really gotta take over that podcast feed. I can't even be that hard. This is the point where Sleepy Worm needs to just post step-by-step instructions so that I will actually do it. Because that's how I finally got my Xbox fixed. I I talked about it and talked about it and talked about it until he looked up how the process worked and just posted me a set of instructions. (laughs) Ernie Q says, I'm pretty sure Scully's right here. Facebook had a graphically clean layout, but MySpace was messy and people like clean more than messy. The reason people made shitty websites was because people have some kind of dissociative thing going on when they make something for themselves. See also make a KOL threads in this forum. People make crap and are proud that they've managed to make it for themselves, but everyone else recognizes its crappiness. I feel like I have the opposite kind of dissociation. I am never... I am almost never, like, able to easily believe that something I've produced is any good. Right. Which, you know, was was crippling for the longest time in terms of actually making anything and putting it out there. You know? Yeah. That's that's the thing that stops me from writing more than I do. It's just that, like, I have this good idea for a story, but as soon as I start fleshing it out, it's just going to be the same old bullshit that everybody else has written, and it's not going to be any good, so... 
I thought you were going to say it's just going to be the same old bullshit about having sex with girls I went to high school with. Yeah. Wait, what? 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 I haven't written stories about having sex with the girls I went to high school with since I was in high school. No, I know. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Because when you think it's going to be the same old bullshit, and I think of your writing, that's what the same old bullshit is. Um, Happy Valentine's Day, says Space Piranha, Jake and Scully. Have you ever noticed that the image for the desert bus pass looks suspiciously like a hot dog in a bun? Looks like a delicious way to travel. Yeah, but if you accidentally eat the hot dog, you're just stranded in Mexico. People keep telling me that, and I keep not believing it. That it looks like a hot dog? Yeah, I don't see the hot dog thing. I can I can see it. Well, sure, because you're convinced that it was a terrible drawing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what turned out pretty cool was those jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah, those look awesome. It, it always freaks me out whenever I draw something and then it's recognizable. Because I just never, ever believe going into it that it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, the funny thing is, radio, I'm, radio bouge bar questions. The funny thing is, I'm I'm continually urging you to put stuff out, and insisting that it's better to have something that's not the best thing that could possibly exist, but is a thing that exists at least. Mm-hmm. And I'm just completely unwilling to do that with myself. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's always easier, you know, the the moat in your neighbor's eye and the beam in your own kind of thing, right? Sure. Maybe. So Takenoko writes, on the February 7th show, you guys were wondering what people were doing with their Mr. A's if not selling them, if not using them in Mr. Store. Maybe they were selling them to fund the cost of reopening Hobopolis. No, I know that that's what they were doing. What I'm wondering is, what were the people who bought them doing with them? Right? Were they just keeping them in case there was a Mr. Store item they wanted later? Hmm. Like, it, you know... Mr. A's are for spending in Mr. Store. Like, they're not valuable enough in terms of their intrinsic worth to be worth buying if you're not planning on using them for what they're used for. And that's why that's why it is confusing. That whole market is confusing to me. Like, I wonder how much... We could probably track some of this stuff if we wanted to. But I wonder how much the supply of, like, sort of liquid Mr. A's varies over time. Hmm. You know, I mean, do people do a lot of speculation in mysteries? Do they buy them when they see them being cheap so that they can sell them for more later? It, it seems like the kind of thing you would do. Um, Linguini Lad says, Why did you make Time's Arrow only usable on others? Did you know that this was inevitable? And then I'm assuming that this link goes to a Time's Arrow bot. Yeah, yeah. there is one. And sure, yeah. we, we knew that that was inevitable, but... That's okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it. What the? The fact that something like Faxbot was inevitable does not mean that we should have just built that ease of use and sort of, you know, extra power into it to begin with, right? Like. Putting restrictions on things and then letting people come up with creative ways to get around them is, I mean, in in one way, it's like sort of the definition of making a game, right? Like you create challenges and then the ability to overcome those challenges. In this case, it's not, you know, clearly that kind of thing. 
there are enough people who will see that you can't use the thing on yourself and think, oh, this is for using on other people. That's what their intention was with it. That's what I'm going to do. There are some people who will say, I wish I could use this on myself. It sucks that I can't use this on myself. And then there are some of those people, the subset of a subset, who will say, I'm going to look around and see if I can figure out a way to use this on myself. And then those people will find that bot, right? Yeah. But like, it's it's the it's the larger group of people who are like, oh, okay, this is what this thing is for. That's what I'll use it for. That is, you know, that's who we have to think about because those are like the normal people, right? Yeah. And I know, I know that you can, you've got these fucking escrow bots for selling gift items or whatever, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to make it so you can put gift items in the mall because that's not what they're for, you know? I... The, the, the ends do not justify giving up on the memes. I mean... I'm sure that the counter-argument would be that, no, there aren't any people who will see that this is only usable on other people and only use it on other people. But I think that's a failing in the imagination of the forum-goer, personally. And even if only 10% of the people who use it use it the way that we intend to, that's still something nice that we've given to them, you know? Uh, ACM asked if there's any remaining reason to have the newbie sport tent in the market. No, I actually meant to take that out. Uh, why don't I do that now? I probably shouldn't do that now. I'm gonna do it now. Everybody's gonna guess how many keystrokes are in all of my usernames and passwords. I have to type in so many fucking usernames and passwords to get to the point where I can actually remove that. We don't have a tool for editing NPC stores, so I actually just have to use the like regular generic web database interface. Mm. Web database interface? Maybe if she's lucky. Newbie Sport. Newbie Sport Backpack? Hey, hey, guess what the item idea of the Newbie Sport tent is, Mr. Skullhead? Uh, no. <clears throat> it's it's uh, 69. Oh. That, that was one of the numbers that I would have guessed, yes. Sampam says, uh, if, say, a large number of mystery A's were being sold to open Hobopolis, that would mean that they are now cheap. I, a non-guild-owning person, will buy tons so that I can resell them when they're valuable or use them for myself. That's the thing. Using them for yourself is something that I would have expected to happen, right? I would not expect a month when... Okay, I would not expect having a goal that required you to have a lot of money would create more of a market for Mr. Accessories than having something especially desirable to spend Mr. Accessories on. Whoa. Yeah, somebody put a link in the bugbear questions that made noise. So you're donating money to get meat to open Hobopolis, right? You're increasing the supply, but it seems like in order for them to get purchased, you also have to increase the demand. I mean, maybe maybe what they do is when you are quickly trying to donate and liquidate Mr. A's to come up with the meat to open Hobopolis, you will sell them for less, and so the price goes down to meet the curve, even though you've only adjusted the supply side and not the demand side. Um, but I don't know. Let's uh, let's get to taking this uh, this newbie sport tent out of this here market. Hmm. 
I don't know why I never had Xenophobe write a tool for this. Because he was the one who, uh, that was like his only job for a while, was writing all of our spindlers. Find um, N69 and deleting it. Anarchy06 says, an idea for you that seems to be popular with the games channel people. Uh, make aerograms flammable somehow so we can have uh, and send singeing telegrams. Singeing telegrams? Singeing telegrams. That's kind of funny. And I just have to draw a flaming version of every letter. Yeah. That would be awesome. Huh. It says, Farfalla bow ties add plus 10 pounds of barnacle, but there's no such thing as a barnacle in KOL. Also, how do you feel about the dead subboards in the museum? The it is weird that there are some ascension options that few enough people do it that there are not ten of them in the last sixty days. I mean, I, you know, we've been talking about this. There's probably nothing that we can do to make softcore oxy appealing, right? Like it exists because that restriction exists, and it would be weird if you could only do it in hardcore. You know? But. I don't buy the notion that optimal play in softcore oxy is too degenerate and weird, and that's why nobody does it. I think it's just not fun. Um, Nubbin Nod says, On April 1st, please arm the chat mods with clown hammers rather than ban hammers so chat, sammers, so chat spammers go squeak. This was like a Dr. Seuss sentence. Hammers, bammers, spammers? Banner, banner, hammer, spanners? Spammers. We're going to give them ham spanners instead of ban hammers, I think. Yeah, so just things to wrench their hams. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Lots of Phil says, Could you talk about what you see as the difference between the paths, oxy, teat, booze, no path? I'm wondering because lately I've heard there's no difference between teat and no path. You know, as they were originally intended, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scully, the difference between no path and uh, teetotaler is that in teetotaler you can't drink booze. That was in the original design document. Is that how it ended up getting implemented? Yeah. And, hmm. and uh, that just means that you have less turns. Yeah. Right? So that's it for original intent. You know, I mean, so the way that I see the differences between the paths is just turn count. And I get, I guess that there are, I mean, and it's cool, and I'm glad that the game is complicated enough that there are implications to these things that we didn't foresee, but, you know, unforeseen kind of implies unintentional. And so it's not like, why did you do this weird thing that makes teetotaler so different than booze to fairy? And I'm like, well, you know, we didn't. Right? We just made one thing where you couldn't eat food and one thing where you couldn't drink booze. Um, I don't know if I read that last time or not. Fanti asked if there's any Build a Galactic Hero references in the game. Uh, if not, how about on login, a one in a thousand chance of a K-Mail containing 15 unwashed plastic trays from the Imperial Canteens. And then P.S. I'm blaming you personally for www.moxygirlswithaz.com. Yeah, that was the site that made noise at me. What was it? Yeah, the, they looked like kind of those Bratz dolls, like 
weird looking anime Barbies toys of some ah, okay and their website goes moxie 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 girls huh it was great uh what is this graph dead Ned says Jack I made you a picture uh, number of softcore no-path players who make day count. Stat days are fine, he says. So he's showing me the number of people who do runs of certain speeds. And it looks like it peaks out at five days, which means that, like, two out of your five days. That, what that doesn't say, you know, there's a big part of that graph where a lot of the turns are played on stat days. Right, because you can bank turns. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, Ranger Bill XX says, any hints on what bands you're going to try and get for KOLCon besides the lyricist of loathing front a lot, of course? We, you know, one way that we could have cut the cost of the last con by nearly a third uh, would be to not have some big name band like Freeze Pop play. I don't think that the enjoyment that people got out of the freeze pop show merited the cost of that. I I might feel different if I had liked the show. <laughs> well, it, like I really really enjoyed it, but knowing what the numbers are, I think I would have enjoyed that concert just as well if they had not been there. Yeah. Which, you know, and like it, Black Carl, which more. cost us basically nothing. People are, loved them, yeah, you know? So that, like, enjoyment per dollar that we were able to give people was much, much better served by a cool local cheap band than, yeah. you know... I'm, I mean, it, I'm all about... it, it, it was what it was. That, that's what happened, right? And, you know, someday, someday once. once this new game takes off and we're all millionaires, we'll have They Might Be Giants at every weekly asymmetric con, right? right. But, but not now. Yeah, I think it was cool that we did that once, and I think we learned that we don't need to do it twice. Yeah. Who was the band at the previous one? Uh, totally rad. No. Oh, that was a couple of years ago. The one-ups. The one-ups were expensive, too. Yeah. They were good. I really liked them. I didn't sit through their set. No. Oh. Yeah. I figured there would Sight. be mini-boss-ish. Uh, I think you would actually like it where you don't like the mini-bosses. Because they, they style it up a lot. They make it all faggoty like a black woman singing ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ah. You know, in place of a single note. Yeah, what? That's what you do. That's what buddy. your mom does on my you dick. You fag it up like a black woman. That's yeah. right. On my dick, your mom frequently fags mm -hmm. it up like a black woman. Psycho says, from Reno, Dakota, as he's shy, great idea for new clan VIP furniture. By the way, Reno, Dakota, if I haven't already thanked you for the concrete fedora, because I'm almost sure that you're the one who made the concrete fedora, thank you for the con concrete fedora, because that thing is fucking awesome. Um, anyway, any links to... Uh, it's like some sort of furniture that you mount a fleshlight in? Yeah. Um, I guess so that you can so that you can fuck your fleshlight doggy style. Which, uh, great. Although, I could be wrong about this, uh, but it seems as though they've got the flashlight mounted in that thing right side up, which would be upside down. 
if that thing was actually a I mean, I've never actually seen a vagina, so I don't know if that flashlight is actually right side up or not. Um, anyway. Mr. Skullhead, how do you feel, just for a good parting Valentine's Day topic, how do you feel about the notion of a flashlight? I feel like a flashlight seems really gross in a way that, like, a vibrator for a woman totally does not. I, and why, why is that? Like, why? I agree. You know, like, depending on how much information you want. The, the missus had a, a thing that was part of her dildo business that she since just kind of tapered out of that. But that was a... It, a, it petered out, as it know, were. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing that was like, I don't know, it, 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 like a... A gelatinous tube that you were supposed to fuck and then turn inside out and clean it out. Okay. And it, yeah, I used it once. Because that's fucking gross. It's just way more having to deal with semen for something that's not that much better than masturbating. And yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like, you don't necessarily need any devices to get the job done. And I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe a guy is just more about efficiency than... Well, it's funny, all of the vibrators that that she was selling had the, like, this will touch this part of you and this part of you, and this will spin, and this will do that and that, and then the, the eight different kinds of orgasm. Every single man's toy was just like, this will make it so much faster when you have to give your husband a hand job. Huh. All of them were about speed. Because all those Versus, times when you have to give your husband a hand job. Yeah. When you care enough to give the very best. When you care enough to be required to give your husband a hand job. See, and uh, I, I agree. There's something about just. Also, there's something. It, it's easier to clean like a prong than a pocket. So yeah. Sweet. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, and uh, just just masturbate. It'll be okay. Wear a condom. Wear a condom while you masturbate. And remember, if you cry, it's not a sin. Good night, everybody.